In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. And men, I want to challenge you to be a man who is worthy of her trust. For her to not seek to control you is a massive step. She's battling the fall here, just like you're battling passivity. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, whose face is marked by dust and sweat and blood. From Men in the Arena, it's Equipping Men in 10. Our conviction is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and call you up to be the best version of you. Because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army, we We salute salute you. you. Hey guys, thanks for listening to another episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. This is Jim Ramos, and I'm here with my good friend Dale Culver. How you doing, man? I'm doing really good, Jim. All right. Hey, you got a man law for me today? I do. Man, you got to stop and enjoy the sunset with the missus. And I got to say, we've been to so many places like the beach, because we live in Oregon. We have the coast here. And anytime we're at the beach, Mm -hmm. or if we've been to Hawaii, my wife's always, okay, we got to run down to the beach and watch the sunset. And I'm like, come on. I've seen a thousand of I mean they're they're neat and all, but I mean it's not a stop what you're doing and go look at the sunset. But for her, because it's so important to her, we get in the car and we'll go to the where we're supposed to be to watch the sunset and I will smile and hold my wife. But really it's not something I want to do. So the bigger picture is there's little things that make her happy and get her excited. And so you do those things. Yep. For me, it's rubbing her feet. For me, it's uh, going to Goodwill or going shopping with her. Shopping is a whole different world. It does not mean buying. And so, <laughs> so just doing those things. So I think that's a good point, man. Like, find the things your wife enjoys and really gives her life and a way to honor her and serve her and do it. So yeah, uh, yeah, that's good, man. Speaking of your wife, I don't know if you know this. Did you know what this podcast is about? My wife. Well, My. no, it's about, yeah, it is, that your <laughs> wife wants to control you. Oh, sweet. Do you know that? Yeah, she does those mind games. Do you know my wife wants to control me as well? <laughs> so I, there are guys listening here, and guys are, I mean, we struggle with this, guys. Yeah. Why does your wife always want to control you? Have you thought about this? Like, what's going on in her head that she wants to control you? And across the board, I hear guys say this all the time. And the wives that don't want to control them are subverting their husbands beneath behind their backs. <laughs> I had a guy one time tell me, "My wife is blah, 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 blah. well, she divorced. They got divorced. Actually, they got divorced twice because underneath wow. everything, she was subverting everything he did. Wow. And so, your wife, guy, listen, <clears throat> your wife wants to control you, and I know she wants to control you because the Bible says she wants to control you. 
Eve started. So it. I want to go back. Yeah, I want to. I want to build up to that though a little bit. So, <laughs> you know, when we when we read Ephesians chapter five, let's talk New Testament. We love Ephesians chapter five. It really gives us a recipe for marriage, right? In Ephesians chapter five, verse thirty-three, Paul says this. He says, "Nevertheless, each individual among you also is to love his own wife, even as himself, and." The wife must see to it that she respects her husband. Now, this is very important because in the this marriage discourse, in this household code, there's three household codes in the New Testament. 2 Peter 3, Colossians chapter 4, and Ephesians 5, okay? In Ephesians chapter 5, men are told to love their wives four times, four times. In verses 25, 28a, 28b, and 33. Guess how many times the wives are told to love their husbands? Just to love him and not just love your husbands. To him? Love your husbands. Uh, Twice? Zero. A wife is never told to love her husband. Have you ever wondered why, Dale? Do you ever wonder that? Why is the wife never told to do it, yet the husband is told four times? Is that a mistake in the Bible? It wasn't natural. Is Scripture flawed? What do you think? Why th- would God I do that? I think the culture, uh, it wasn't natural for the men to be lovey, mushy, mushy. Well, so let's rephrase that. It is not natural for men. Oh. In today, today, yesterday, forevermore, the default setting of a man is respect. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you love me. I don't care if you like me. I really don't care if my wife loves me. It doesn't. That's not a huge deal to me. But man, if she doesn't respect me, the house of cards is coming down, mm-hmm. baby. I mean, it is going to crumble. If there's no respect, we have a house of cards. Mm-hmm. She has to respect me. She just has to. I default to that. In fact. Man, that's our default setting. Our default is respect. Everything about our careers, our identity, our bodies, everything is utilitarian. It's respect. It's it's about respect. That's what it's all about. Whenever you're around a group of guys, that is the default these guys function with. So my default is to respect. I don't naturally love. Right. So God, four times, which is exactly what I would expect God to do. He wants us to become our best versions. So God four times asks me to do what is not my default setting. He asks me to do what is unnatural for me as a man, to love my wife. Women, look at their body types. They're they're curvy. They're made to carry children on their hips. They've got beautiful breasts that are soft. They've got bodies that are soft, and they're made to hold and squeeze and touch, right? That's why we love our wives, right? Women, their default, everything about a woman says love, 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 love. That's their default. They can have relationships with other women, that, and they love these women just for the sake of the relationship, where men need a cause, right? Mm-hmm. So her default setting is love. So God, But God, in his wisdom, asks her to do what comes unnatural to her, which is respect. And so here's the deal. So Emerson Egrix, we've had him on our podcast. He talks about this. He calls it the crazy cycle. When I do not love my wife, she does not respect me. And when she does not respect me, I do not show love to my wife. It creates this crazy cycle. If I do not 
show love to my wife. She doesn't respect me. It's if I say the same thing the other way around. If she does not show respect to me, I stop loving her. And there's a crazy cycle because this is how we're wired. So God asks us to do what is very unnatural to us, right? And part of the reason women have a hard time showing respect is something Dave Ramsey said years ago, and you and I laughed at it, that he has given women this invisible body part that nobody can see, and it's called a security gland. Women have a security gland, and they're, they're seeking security. And they don't, men don't have that security gland. We want to risk it all. We want to, you know, men, you know, want, you know, on the on the engraved on many tombstones is probably this. Hey guys, watch this. You know, guys don't have that security gland. We're just risk takers naturally, right? I'm going back and I'm reading Paul Friesen's book, "Loving Your Wife Like Christ When You Ain't No Jesus," and it reminded me of this topic today because in this he has some really really good points. He talks about when the woman was made, when Eve was first made, God called her a helper. Remember that? The Hebrew word for helper is ezer, and it's only used 21 times in the Old Testament, and twice it's used here to refer to Eve. Three times it's used to refer to, it refers to nations that provided military assistance to Israel, and the other 16 times it is used in reference to God as a helper. All of these verses are talking about a vital, powerful, rescuing kind of help. So she is called to be my rescuer, my helper, comes alongside of me, right? So here's the problem in the Garden of Eden. God has called me to be the leader, right? Adam to be the leader, but Eve comes along and subverts Adam's leadership by eating the forbidden fruit. And Adam is not there to guard and protect Eve. And this is critical. The reason all of this is so critical is that instead of there being a cooperation between Adam and Eve, there is now a power struggle. So after the fruit was so before the fruit was eaten, there was a subversive act by Eve and then a passive act by Adam. And then God curses them. Do you remember this? Yes. Okay. So here's what happens. In Genesis 3.16, God speaks directly to Eve after the fall of sin. He says this, Your desire will be for your husband, and he will rule over you. The desire is not a good desire. You go, oh, desire for the husband. Well, every man listening to this podcast, no, it's not that desire. (laughs) The desire, listen to this, this desire is not a good desire. It is the desire for control. The only other place in this that this word is used in the first five books of the Bible is in the next chapter where Cain and Abel are fighting, and God says, sin's desire is for you. In other words, sin is trying to control you. So this is not a good kind of control. So your wife, my wife, all wives, have a desire to control husbands because they are insecure, but it goes all the way back to the curse and the fall of Adam and Eve. Because sin has entered the world, a woman's tendency is to try and control their husband. Therefore, the Apostle Paul says to them, no, instead, submit and respect him. 
Do what comes unnatural to you. Do what is not your natural default setting. Because of the fall, men's tendency is to misuse their authority either by acquiescing as Adam did or by using emotional or physical force to rule over their wives. Does that make sense? Yeah. So our wives desire to control us. It goes all the way back to the fall. So this is something that every woman, if they aren't outwardly attempting this, they're inwardly working through this. Or the mature woman has learned to trust her husband, and she's learned to respect her husband, right? Now, Mm -hmm. I'm not saying if you're a crappy father or husband, you know, I'm not saying a woman should blindly follow some jackweed, and there's a lot of them out there. Yeah. But there are most of the guys listening to this podcast are guys who are trying to be their best version. And I just want them to understand your wife has a condition, a post fall condition, and that fall is control. And guys, we need to love them through it. We need to help them trust us. And we need to build a track record that they can trust because if they can't trust you, they are going to default, right? They're going to default away from respect and into control. And that's when your Mary goes into the crazy spin. Mm. Many wives say that they want their husbands to be responsible for the family, but at the same time bristle when the husband exerts leadership in a way that she does not agree with. And if you're a wife listening to this right now and you have a man who's seeking after God, I want to challenge you repent of control and to trust. And men, I want to challenge you to be a man who is worthy of her trust. Mm. For her to not seek to control you is a massive step. She's battling the fall here, just like you're battling passivity. She's battling the fall. So guys, man, give her a break. Pray for her. Know that that's in every woman. Know that's why she wants to control you. It has nothing to do with her hating you uh, that you have a character flaw. She has a condition that is post-fall, and you need to love her through it. So, Dale, what's up, man? What's next, man? Yeah, guys, head on over to meninthearena.org and get your free book. And also, we'd love to hear from you, all you guys out there that have been impacted by this podcast or the materials of Men in the Arena. Shoot us an email at meninthearena.org. Until next time, fill the wet sand on the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Grind it out and be a man. Equipping men in 10 from Men in the Arena. If you hunger to be your best version, join us with thousands of men from around the world in one of our Men in the Arena forums. Join the forums on either Facebook or on the website at meninthearena.org. Thank you for listening to this episode of Equipping Men in 10 from Men in the Arena. Remember, when a man gets it, everyone wins. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men for around the world and find out the type of dad you are.